masculine, empathetic, notorious. I'm Chachu Agbeto. Men, magnificent, enthusiastic, nifty. I'm Michelle Manuel. Marvelous, enchanting, and noble. I'm Caitlin. And these are our lovely guests for today's episode. Hope you're good and welcome to another episode of Thoughts Cafe. Always a joy to have you here and thank you for taking time out to listen. Today, we are diving deep into a topic that has been in the shadows for far too long, especially in a Ghanaian context. And in a world that often tells men to man up and push through, we are tearing down those barriers and opening up the conversation. So let's begin with an icebreaker. Caitlin, can you give us one myth about men's mental health that you wish would disappear overnight? Um, one myth I, I wish would disappear overnight would be the myth that men are weak when they express their feelings. Um, I think it's the, the myth that Bema and Sue, so like, they don't cry. That's my, my tree is, you know some way but you get you get the point yeah yeah man how about you as well yeah i think that um if i could men don't have anxiety i guess that's one that maybe could vanish so this conversation would be in sections and the first section is early life and upbringing how did your upbringing shape your perception of mental health? Mm. Um, I guess I'll start. And and mine, I guess in my house we didn't used to cry. Like there was a no crying. I guess like, yeah, yeah. We nobody like everybody didn't like crying. So as much as possible. Yes, basically a no cry policy. Yeah, exactly. He, crying doesn't solve the problem, so you don't cry about it. You can maybe you can go and cry on covers, but don't be crying outside. That's that's tough. That's tough. Tough love, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say that. Um, I mean, it was like in a normal Ghanaian household, you don't talk about it. It's like it's just no one was mental health. No one knew what mental health was like. That was not considered. I mean, you if you cry, you cry. Like, but I mean, it's not now that someone's coming to tell you that how is your mental health doing? And I think it's something that is even recent that just came up. So it's not something that we we know about. But obviously, you you have the people around you who you can talk to in case you're feeling this way or that way. But the the term mental health was not around. Yeah, I think for me it's quite similar. Um, being a girl, I think there was not much discussion about 
or like mental health it was i think when i was getting a little older but even that one it wasn't a discussion at home it was something i was realizing around me right as like independently of my home and what i would say was highlighted at home was the fact that i was a sensitive child like things get to me like really easily so that was something okay yeah that was something my parents like were always particular on like small thing pain and i'm crying something like that so like they're like yeah sensitive Uh... so like it's like yeah i know a hard girl that kind of thing right so i don't know that was basically like i don't know maybe our own conversation about mental health but yeah not that i wasn't free to speak about how i felt about something but it was like when i speak it's a lot i don't know <laughs> like yeah because maybe i don't know i don't know whether sometimes i think i'm not too in touch with my emotions to be able to vocalize exactly how i'm feeling but like when i'm able to vocalize it it's like for them it's like an overload i guess so yeah and for that they judge you as being like a softy or something so i don't know if that considered a discussion as mental health but yeah that's maybe something close to it i guess hmm. i think i can relate with what Caitlin said as christians like what is mental health you just pray about it like you cannot i mean i just i just thought that it was like it was not a thing for people who are christians like you can't have mental health issues that if you if you ever say you had mental health issues and there's something wrong with you those kind of things so even when i was going through things like i'll keep it to myself because it's like you hear people say that how can you be sad in in the lord like how a how those things yeah um next question which i think some of you have already touched on is was it a topic openly discussed in your family or social circles? For me, I wouldn't... They would, okay, for, I think for me, for my parents, they would constantly like try to check up on you, try to know how you're doing, what's going on with you. Like, yeah. But, so, like, if there's something wrong with you, they will try to find a way to help you, like, get around it so that you'd be okay not necessarily like oh how do i say this how are you doing okay they would probably ask you how are you like how are you doing mentally or something but like it wasn't really something it's just like oh i hope you're fine is there anything bothering you how can we help you something like that right and most of the time it may be it will be maybe for me it'll be academic stress or maybe I'm having maybe an issue with my friend or something. So that one, or I remember there was some time I was having an issue with a teacher in primary school and it was giving me a lot of pressure. So at a point in time, I didn't even want to go to school. So for that, they had to find a way to work around it. And, if, and I think they even had to go to the school to speak to the principal and everything, right? So I would say for them, they are more of what is wrong with you? How can we help you? Right. 
talking about say therapy all they know is i i don't know whether they are familiar with therapy i think they are but for them it's more like oh you need to speak to like a counselor or something but it's not therapy like right just go and speak to someone for advice i don't know like yeah so i think in their own way they try but like I realized um, some of the things they didn't even, what they were going through as maybe parents or even before they became parents, they didn't realize it was something to do with their mental health. It's just more like, how do you solve this problem so you feel better, I guess. So for me, I think that is their approach to trying to solve your mental health issues, right? And if it's not something that could be easily solved because you are Christians, the next resource is go to prayer. We need to pray for you or something. Right. So, and I think for them, it has been working for them. So yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like some things would need some therapy or some talking about, but yeah, for them, praying and trying to solve a problem works for them so yeah i don't know if anyone has something to add Chashu, what do you think yeah i mean yeah definitely it's it's the same case i mean you mental health is not something that we talk about or it was a term as you guys have said in our in our house in our household I think the as Katie said, the only thing that you know relatively seemed similar was when like you know academic stress or in school, or, you know writing A levels and IGCSE, you just make sure you're okay and that you you need to do well. I don't even know that they are checking on you because you need to do well or they, or they actually care about you. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> because <laughs> because uh, everyone pressure like. At the end of the day, everyone wants their child to do well and go and flex to their their their, their, their friends that oh my <laughs> my child got this number of A's and everything. So is it is are they actually checking up on you or what? So like I don't think we even look at it. like thinking about my childhood, I don't see myself or any point in time thinking about oh, okay, I need to check on my mental health and all these things. And I think that because maybe because we're children the 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 yeah. the what's the name the bedding wasn't on us this right now that we are older and that's when we are feeling it so i think that yeah. it wasn't really something that i really looked at yeah yeah okay so i guess with me it, it's uh how do i even put it Kwa? i i i hmm. <laughs> is mine is a bit different from you guys is old it just not not a bit but slightly different in the sense that yes also we the christian route we everything was like you know pray about it you know when it gets serious but in my life particularly i don't think i ever got to a point that i had to bring i had to go and read look on mental health or anything like that even when i got to university and the stress was compiling i don't know maybe that's the way i've been groomed but it was always like look you either go through it or you give up and giving up is not an option for you you know so 
you push through it you know and look whether i like whether people like to admit it or not it does work for some people and i am one of those people that it works for because yes uh, we're talking about it helps for some people but me bruh talking about it doesn't do that i need to get something to drop like when i do something about it then i know i'm doing something about it the talking it didn't it, it didn't work for me it still doesn't but i understand if it works for others but me personally because maybe i've had a comfortable life maybe uh, i i don't have problems in my life maybe i've just been hardened by the no cry policy but yeah i've really not even till now which i've been exposed to mental health stuff i you know, i'm still on the fence like yeah if fine if if it works for you sure but me it doesn't work for me you know that kind of thing yeah okay and what would you say was your earliest encounter with the stigma around men's mental health in particular whether it impacted you directly or someone you know um i think with this one i can't oh sorry Oh, no, please, continue. I think with this one, I can start. Um, so, growing up, I had a lot of male friends because my... Someone I jokingly call my twin is... He's a guy, and we are born around the same period. And usually when you ask guys, like, what's wrong, like... And you can clearly see that they are sad. They don't say anything. They usually say, don't worry, or... um i'm fine like or straightforward answers that tell you that they are obviously not fine but they just don't want to discuss it maybe to not seem weak or um like they are going through anything and i guess that would be my earliest encounter in the sense that most of the time when you ask guys are you okay it's usually oh i'm fine don't worry like it's cool like those things um yeah. It will be, it will be. It will yeah, be. exactly. <laughs> I mean, see, my how old am I? Twenty two years of living. I've never seen my father cry before. Like, if my father <laughs> cries, then you know that something is wrong. Like, that's how that's how bad it is. Like, because the guy has not cry. I've not seen the guy cry. If he cries, maybe he cries somewhere else. But the whole point is that if you see if I saw my dad cry, like, when I was a child or something, I'm like, okay, there's something wrong. Maybe the house is gone or something, like... So, and, you know, there are obviously lots of problems, but he kind of shielded us from it. So, thinking about it now, I feel like that's some aspect of mental health, but, you know, as a father figure, you just can't show that because you're supposed to be a pillar, and you're supposed to be strong. So sometimes I am conflicted yes. about showing my emotions or not, DC. Because if I'm the head of the house, I, I'm supposed to hold you guys down because you guys look up to me. Yeah, I feel like that's where you know sometimes I mental health. Sometimes I'm like, okay, you obviously you think about it. That's why I use other mediums to solve it. And sometimes talking can help, but as Manuel said, sometimes you just have to just do do what you have to do and just be proactive and get it done with. Yeah yeah i i i think exactly as he said um the hmm, you know what 
but what you just said what you just said uh, um also like confirms what i say uh, what uh, other people say because people say that the reason you just said because you didn't see um the father figure cry your father figure cry you didn't you also feel like subconsciously i'm not supposed to cry as a man and because you will take responsibility regardless and make sure things are all right before you even see a tear which you probably might never see right and so that has that, that has become synonymous with the father figure he's going to you see you might see the mother cry but the father figure would always have to kind of hold it together like and part of the holding together it now begs the question if mental health is supposed to be supposed to be like the whole emotional spectrum showing be, being able to show the most whole emotional spectrum is is leaving out the crying aspect a good thing or a bad thing because you just you just said it in a way that makes it look like he showing it was he doing that was showing the family from knowing that this and this is what's going on making the children look like they have making the children feel like they have a normal life so if that's the sacrifice you have to make to make the children feel like they have a normal life is it a good thing or is it a bad thing that's a question that you know I don't know I think f- for you guys I I think the perspectives would be a little different because as a girl right you having I didn't have a lot of male friends until say high school and um get getting at that stage you, there were things that you would see maybe would be visibly wrong with maybe your male friend or something but he you would realize there's some reluctance in him wanting to talk about it and there were other people who also might want to talk about it but do not even know how to even talk about it right and also i also was in a situation where like emotional outbursts or like someone going through something is a lot for the person like especially a guy like you you being a friend and maybe you are going through your own share of like difficulties or something it becomes a lot like they can't handle it like i don't know if i'm making sense so i realized that for I don't know whether maybe it's in terms of how emotionally mature you are or it's just because maybe men do not really speak about their feelings or vocalize their feelings handling situations where those things that has to do with your emotions becomes like really difficult for someone like my dad like Tatu said I've actually never seen him cry right so I don't know I wouldn't know how my mom says he has cried before but then the time that he cried I wasn't there it was some I think his his older brother's funeral and I was young so I didn't go for the funeral but my dad my mom said oh, he cried at the graveyard so it, I I don't know whether it's is it shielding I don't know whether it's shielding shielding your family from seeing maybe the struggles you are going through like it's a lot like maybe for as a girl because like you don't know you're not able to tell that like 
what is wrong with the person and you don't even know how to help the person because the person does not even know how to help themselves right so it's as a friend as a sister as a girlfriend or like i don't know it's it's some way because as for girls we we are going to talk yeah so like when it's not coming from your brother or your friend it's worrying like aren't you going through a lot not to be able to talk about it i don't know if you get it and so (laughs) (laughs) you know that's that's actually a good you just brought a very important point up and just before i chip in chat you look I had a very close friend, right? A female friend. You could call it best friend, whatever, whatever they call it, right? And oh, oh, guys, relax, crazy here. So, <laughs> one of the problems she had with me was that she would come and tell me all her issues, and I'll be, uh, but when it's my issue, I don't come and talk about it. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro, I don't, that's not how I, I don't, look, there was a book I read, eh? I don't often read books, but when I started reading the book and I finished and I sat down to think about it, I was like, I understand why I read that book. That book was literally just validating my feelings. It was a book by, I've forgotten, I've forgotten the title, I've forgotten the author, but it was Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. That book, he said that, mm-hmm. I've forgotten the title, I'll, I'll look for it. No Steve Harvey, it's definitely no Steve Harvey, I remember. Let me, I, I, as I'm talking, I'm looking for it, but basically it was yes john did john are for mars women are for venus yes i think it's john women are for venus yes it's john john gray yes exactly john gray yeah in the book he basically said that when guys are going through problems they they they, are, they don't want to talk about it till they fixed it then they feel comfortable about talking about it but women they just want someone to listen not not to give them solutions but just to listen to it and I was like, okay, that makes sense. So even though not everybody will agree with 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 him, in fact, now there are a lot of people who have done counter books and people on the internet who are saying that that his book is now old, it doesn't work nowadays. But me, I feel like it made so much sense. So now when a female comes to me to come and tell a problem, I will now give solutions. I'll just be there to listen because that's what they need. And me, I, I also try to explain to them that when I'm going to that moment, it's, I don't need I don't need to talk. It's not that I'm come to talk. I'm like, thinking about solutions. When I'm done, then I'll tell you how I felt. You might not and look, that my friend didn't like it. She didn't like the fact that I was doing that. It is what it is. I told her to take it like that. I'm because I'm not I don't think I, I can I can come and sit down when I'm going to the thing. I can come and sit down and come and say that look, I'm stressed. I feel like my brain is exp- my brain is not exploding, bro. I'm thinking of a solution. <laughs> you know yeah she didn't like it she exactly i it's like when i, when I was go, when i was going through my stuff in a uh, my first second year when the academic stuff got, started getting stressful like yeah maybe when my when my parents call me i'll be like oh yeah it's hard it's hard and things but i'm not coming to cry about it because in my mind i'm like bro crying doesn't solve this doesn't solve the problem man the thing if you bomb you bomb nobody is coming to rescue you you start better better start looking for the solutions you know that kind of thing so it's it's a dicey situation man chachu i beg take it over from here it's a dicey situation <laughs> every time like my female friends are like why don't you open up or why don't you talk because most of the time i ask them questions and they talk or they get their minds out and everything and i'm like yeah i'm just here to be a, a like a like an ef like for you to like just you know express yourself because for me it's 
before you even get me to talk, we have to even be talking for an hour. You have to press me. Like, you have to get the answers yeah. out of me. Because I don't see the need to even talk sometimes. Like, talk about it. Do you, yeah. do you, Bob? Like, it's, it's a very vulnerable space for me. And it's maybe it's not something that I tell everyone as well. Like, you have to really go to... Maybe it's like a, it's like a passing grade. Like, you have to really go in deep before you get to know about me. But I'm here to, to listen. Like... And I, I feel like that that's just enough for me. And that's just enough for some of us as well. Because we don't literally need to talk about our feelings. Because I think the thing is we have other avenues of solving our problems. You know? Whether it's yeah. gym or like praying or whatever it is. We find a way. Or food. Exactly, my brother. Okay, I have a question. I have a question. My, okay. own, my own is that... So does that mean that the fact that yeah, the way you're always able to work it out doesn't make it right, right? Like I don't know if you get my question. Does it make it the you're still able to work out whatever you go through and everything, but the way you work it out does it st- like does it really make it the right thing to do? Are you approaching it? Mm, okay, so I have a counter question which will probably answer it. What? do you hope for so if a woman if a woman talks about her feelings what does she hope to gain from talking about it okay for me in talking Mm -hmm. about my feelings i feel like i'm able to let go of like pent-up frustrations right so Mm -hmm. i'm talking out how i feel i'm talking out maybe my thoughts process and everything and maybe I'm, I'm maybe i'm trying to look for some empathy right or like i'm not being delusional or something yeah. okay so that like okay, we can <laughs> we can like we can start from somewhere like okay you can tell me that okay so man if i tell you i had an issue that's what happened blah 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 we'll talk about it i'll tell you everything how i felt and everything what i would expect from you manuel would be like okay did you think about it this way Oh, because sometimes I feel like maybe I'm being selfish in my thoughts and I'm hoping that someone will open my eyes to see the other side of things. Or maybe I'm giving too much of the benefits of the doubt. Or maybe I... Okay, so so what I'm getting from you is that you you give your thoughts so that like it helps you like alleviate the, the, the stress of having to carry that burden, you know exactly good so that is what you hope to gain now what unfortunately when i talk about mine it doesn't do me anything so my own is trying to work through it you know like it doesn't alleviate for me i try i think i tried it once some time ago bro i was even more upset (laughs) i was like i was like when i started talking about it and i started thinking about like every other compounding effect of what i was going through and i was like nah bro let me just stop talking and let me start looking is there if if there's if there's a a way out if the way to fix it let me fix it if there's no way out stop crying about it you know like fix so fixing it usually helps me like when i'm fixing it like even if it's a small step in fixing it then i get like it alleviates a little bit of the uh-huh it is some of the pain from i want a practical example right for instance, let's say let's say I bomb a quiz, capstone. Yes, let's say I bomb a quiz or capstone or something, and then like it starts bothering me. Ah, uh, right now my next goal is the next quiz. I should get at least 
a couple of marks more if it's five percent more just little little steps for me i'm like okay so th- this this one i bombed i got 50 percent. next one i'm trying to get 60 i get 60 i'm like okay progress i guess seven. i try to study more guess i have to go and look for somebody to come and teach me i go and do that i get 70 i'm like okay progress that is what alleviates the pain for me talking about it bro it is just spoiling everything Cry. your question was about um What's your question again? <laughs> I was asking Caitlyn that why does she need to talk about what what does she hope to gain, and I was saying that she she was saying that she get she alleviates some of the stress and the pain of it, and I was just telling her that mine that's how I also alleviate the stress and the pain of it. Yeah. So as as um, Manuel said, doing something about it, and also I feel you know to be honest, we we also have our avenues, whether it's boys boys. You know, sometimes as we yeah. as boys, as we get together, we don't even have to even talk about our feelings. Just being around each other and knowing that okay, we are all going through the same stuff. So let's all hang in there and let's all talk to each other. And that that's basically yeah. what we need. Yeah. Because so you people talk, but you talk to each other. It talk to each other, but I will not be about like okay, like Charlie and my mental. We we just thought it would be, but I like, just being around each other and like knowing exactly. that you know isn't you that, have. Isn't that the issue we are talking about yeah, that if you are together and you're not talking about, about I'm saying that you're saying that you do boys, boys, and then good. It's not sucking it in while we are talking about. So when we when we meet and be like Charlie, the, the quiz are bombo. Everybody say we talk bombo, Charlie. Ah, Charlie, Charlie, go be, go be. Then exactly that is the alleviation of the pain that for us is the that is the working through it like we are laughing about it we are, the next time we are trying to push through it start talking about football that is our way of alleviating the pain we unfortunately maybe we, we wouldn't attribute it to mental health me personally the reason why maybe i don't mention mental health is because when i was ever since i was young i don't know the only the only instance where i i see mental health is when it comes to madness or you know brain something like madness aha uh-huh. So that's part of the reason why we never call it mental health. But the truth is that we do, even though we don't classify that as mental health, that is our way of, um, 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 you know, getting a healthy mental. Just yes, you come, boys, boys, you meet Charlie, Charlie, eh, Charlie, the quiz are born, boys. Like me too, Charlie. Hey, I figure I do all, but Charlie, that thing over me. Then like, oh, Charlie, Charlie, we I figure me pe. Exactly. Then. I thought that you'll be like, so the Chelsea match I was up. And then, like, it, it keeps going and going. By the time you are done with that talk talk session, you are okay. Like, you feel okay. Now you, you are thinking about, okay, the next quiz, how 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 will I do it better? Then I'll go and see maybe one of the guys who did well. will be like, Charlie, I know about this thing. Make you show me. That kind of thing. So that's how we, even though we don't, we won't talk about the quiz that we have bombed for long. That will be the brief intro. Charlie, I bombo. Then that will be it. And then we move on. Okay. Let me ask you. Would you be willing to have a conversation like where you would talk about maybe you bomb this quiz with a lady? That's true, man. Absolutely not. I don't know about Why is this showing your weakness? But you bomb the quiz. What's your so bomb quiz? Okay, so is it like a female friend or like what just a normal friend or like female? Ah, no more friend and female friend. What difference, baby? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> look, look. Me personally, and I think from on our side too, it shows weakness. To be fair, I won't lie to you. Thank you very much. I will not lie. To you. I'm not. I'm. I'm not now going. Like I, I'm just there. I bomb the quiz. I'm. I will not commentary direct. I won't lie to you. 
I'd rather figure it out in my mind and everything. Then when you ask me, oh, how did the quiz go? I'll be like, Charlie, it didn't go well. But, you know, I always say it will be, to be honest. Because I don't want yeah, that's, her that's, to worry about me. Happen. Yeah, it will be. Like, we'll get to it. It will be. To be honest. I don't see, I, so I can see. Mm-hmm. Go on then. So you would rather talk about, hey, Charlie, I bombed the quiz. Now I know they see talk with your boys, but you don't talk about it with every no friend. Because if you take it to every no friend, then they want to exaggerate it. They want to do what? See, there was this there was this TikTok. I don't know, Chachu, I don't know what I saw. This girl did like real about complaining about when guys show weakness, then the girls are complaining. Like, for instance, if a guy decides to complain about a girl who is not giving him attention, he'll be like, ah, tell you to what kind of girl thing is that. See, when you say that once, that's it. Like, we, the guy wouldn't do that again for the next 16 girls that he'll meet. Like, that is like a sealant. It's like, so, like, if we, so maybe a lot of guys like this, maybe they open up once and they backfired. And then that's it. Like, once it backfired, that, that is absolutely it. Me, I'll tell you once, I cried because of a girl who said something to me. Maybe that's all part of the reason I'm like this. I was very young at that time. And maybe that's all part of the reason why I'm like this. I said, never again. <laughs> I was very young. I was like class five or thereabouts. But after that day, I was like, never again. Maybe it's all part. Maybe there was one time that did you and then that. But that's like once you show weakness and it gets exploited. See, it might be the case that that new person might never exploit it, right? But then the damage has already already been done. You bob like it is it's 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 a scar. It's it's not you cannot make a scar. It will heal all right by the scar. It won't do heal, but the scar is there. You, you bob. Yeah. So like yeah. I'm not, yeah. So I'm not like it's it's not yeah. It's, I don't know whether. It all depends. It all depends. To be honest, it all depends. For me, to be honest, me openly talking with like a female friend will probably not work. Maybe if it's someone like maybe my girlfriend or something possibly maybe i could go to her mm. about it but that one's safe i will not bring it up i like i'll not like because obviously in a relationship as well you want to seem like you know a dominant character an intelligent yeah, being exactly. i don't want to know i'm bombing I'm, 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 no but i, I want to know i'm bombing okay. like why would i want to know i'm bombing or i'll, I'll show you that life is great <laughs> like honestly true whether look whether girls like to admit they like a confident guy am i right yeah Oh, we like confidence, yes, man. Right. Thank you very much. I want to ask. I want to ask another you want one. A, you want a winner? You like? You, you like? Yes, yeah, you, you like a winner. You like somebody's an achiever. He he puts his mind to something and he gets it. Maybe, all those things. But then, huh? I think, all those things. You see, if you're you like a winner, it makes and, us look like. Yeah, compromising everything you said. Because if you're saying that you you like as a girl, you'd want a winner and. and an achiever then you're basically saying that if he's emotional or sensitive it's his weakness that's what you're trying to say no you guys subconsciously want that let's be honest exactly we we do want that that's why i'm not saying we don't so but i'm saying that if that's what you want in a guy then you're saying that guys who are emotional in team with their emotions or are sensitive is a weakness basically okay but you guys want a guy like if it's if there's okay. a guy that you like, maybe you're in together with really like, and every day he's coming. When when maybe every day after work there's a boss who's worrying or something, or something on that sort. He comes yeah. to complain and then he, he starts crying about it every day, every week, every day. Look, it won't last for six months. The relationship will end. Yes or no? I think he said John. To be I honest, I'm sure. You say it's John. My my boyfriend cried. Ah, 
Oh, bear man, bear man, not be a... <laughs> Every day from work, he comes and he's crying and everything. You would be like... He, uh, my sister was just telling me, she's in the room with me while I'm having this, okay? She was just telling me that she had a friend that the boyfriend, every day, he was, she was coming, she was saying that the guy, the guy drags issues out too much. And that is a stereotypic, I'm not saying all girls are like that, but a lot of girls I know are not like that. <laughs> but that's just a stereotypical, you know, nature of girls that they like to drag issues. Now, he said the girl yeah. said she was tired of that, so he left the guy because the guy was dragging issues. That is the guy's emotional vulnerability. And then the girl says, no, he's tired of it. Is he? No, that is Manuel. That one I disagree. There's a difference between dragging issues and being emotionally vulnerable. Uh-huh. Please go on. I mean, I, I, I think there's a difference. Okay, Drag issues, it's, it's more, dragging issues is more like, okay, we talk, there's an issue. We've talked it out. Everyone, we ask, is everyone fine? Everybody's fine. So Something that you said that it's high, fine. High then tomorrow, yeah, invalidating is high emotional um, instability. English, English. <laughs> oh, no, no. Someone asks you, "Are you okay?" and you say no, and you come back again. Me, even with girls, I'll be like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, like I'm giving you the opportunity. Like I'll, I'm giving you the opportunity to come out and see. Oh. Is there, if there's an issue or not. And you say there's no issue, then you come back again. I'll be like, ah, but then why didn't you mention this area so that we talk it out? So okay, that now is dragging the issue. Okay, fine. Help me out here. I have a friend a few days okay. ago. We're having a conversation and this is just a few days ago. She was mm. saying that sometimes it looks like I don't care yeah, about... She was saying that it looks like I don't care about... Um, certain aspects of her life or majority of her life mm-hmm. and that's because like and I was telling her that but when I sometimes when I text you and I ask you that how are you is everything okay and you say okay how would I, I was telling her how does she expect me to know that things are not okay it's like oh sometimes some things take a long time to you know get to you need some warming up and things and I was so confused I was like I was I was really I was, I didn't understand. So what, what is warming up? Constantly asking. And she was like, nah, you have to show some form of enthusiasm. Look, we spoke for, we spoke for hours. And then mm-hmm. like, we did, I just, I just, I just came to the conclusion that look, I did, I just have to go and pray about it. Cause me, I don't have a solution. My solution is not working clearly. What I'm trying, is not working mm-hmm. for her. So I was like, okay, yeah, my mom, let me go and pray. Maybe Holy Spirit can give me some, some deep revelation. Yeah, now nah, or something to handle the situation. Mm-hmm. But you see, like, Ah, Charlie. So tell me, in a situation like this, it's, it's she she has she has high emotion. She is very in touch with her mental health and things. Like she's very very high level expert on that field, right? Okay. Uh-huh. And then I am on the on the opposite end of the spectrum where I don't often I don't call my stuff mental health. I am I am as close to as a tra- I'm as close to a traditionalist from the nineties. But for a modern day guy, wow. <laughs> unfortunately, that's the case. Like, I, I, I would like to cover it and say that's not the truth, but it's, it's the truth. Like, I, I, ah, I don't even know how to put it. I'm not, so, I'm not in touch with my mental health things. My emotional, me, my, my emotional spectrum is when I'm happy. I am very when I'm happy. Is it's just a slight happiness you see inside me. When I'm sad, you would also see like. The expression is very low. The only time you see my expression very high is when I'm passionate. And that is not 
emotional. That's for me is like uh, I don't know how to put it. It is. It it's is like, emotional. But for instance, when I'm passionate about maybe so maybe in my my I don't know when I'm when I'm like when I'm talking about technology like this, you all have seen it. When I'm talking about technology, I get very excited and then I talk yeah. about it heavily. But when it comes to sad things or maybe somebody gives me something that I'm very happy about, that one I'll be like, oh, thank you very much. I'm very happy inside, but like it will come out very soft. Or my when I'm very sad, maybe mm. unless you study my face very well before you see it. And I don't know. For me, that's okay. Like I'm okay with that. You see, and I I wish people would understand that better. Like if it was affecting me personally, if it was like I was bottling things up, I would have felt it. But it's not the case. Like. When I usually use my avenues of trying to fix it, it helps me. I I don't think about it again. Like, if you tell me some, if if you even hurt me, sometimes in two days I'll forget. Like, so I don't have all these things. So that's 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 me, guys. I don't know, girls. Will you try to understand me as I am? Will you take me as I am? Hey. <laughs> hey. Okay. 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 I feel like if you are someone who you can't. Like when you were talking, you sound like someone who couldn't express their emotions. Well, I don't know if Caitlin, you have True. I, 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 yeah, I can. Yeah, I, I agree on that. And I, I feel like when it, if mm-hmm. you are with someone who can't express their emotions, well, it will be hard for you to tell when they are happy. Because, like, let's say, Mano, I'm um scenario wise, I'm gifting mm-hmm. you. And then you say you, you don't like your your facial expression doesn't show whether you're happy or sad. And I'm gifting you make me overthink that a hey, like did he like it? Did he not like it? Like not even gifting per se. Like we are talking, <laughs> and okay, you in person you're not a straight face person. But if yeah. you're saying that your expressions that like your facial expressions don't show. Your yeah, it's not it's, okay. Let me let me say it this way: it doesn't it doesn't go to extreme. For instance. If somebody gives me a car, you would expect me to react very, like a very high reaction. But my reaction might be very tame, but you see that I'm happy about it, but it's not extreme. Do you see what mm. I'm saying? Uh, my, there was I, an instance. My sister, my sister is just here. Just, just, just before, my sister just here. She gave me a gift some years ago, right? And mm. then I just, I said, thank you. Like I was, I really appreciated that gift, but I just said it to the very, oh, thank you. And I was doing some work at the same time. She was really annoying and everything, but she still knows, like, at least now she knows that she gives me a gift and I say thank you. And then at least I have a smile on my face. I don't know. I think she has, okay, what do you think? I think she has come to terms with the fact that my parents too, they're all like that. Even when they finally got me the car and I said thank you and I gave them a hug, they're like, hey, my baby, they just said, like, I think they've, they maybe because they've been with me a long time, they know that, okay, this, I don't know, even though the spectrum is small, they can tell from the little degrees of happiness that I express out. I guess you like knowing the person you're with, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, I was going person, to say yeah. this. I was going to say that, that I think there's to some degree, you have to know the kind of person you are with, right? Because you wouldn't like typically expect in how do I say this? Everyone to react the same way that you do as a person. Not everyone would smile at a gift like Manuel. I, as a <laughs> gift, I'll, t- I'll typically scream, I guess, out of excitement. So I think, I think, I think it's knowing the kind of person that maybe your friend 
or your brother or your boyfriend or something, knowing the kind of person they are, like in terms of how they react to things or how, um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah, I think it's I don't, true. I don't have an issue at all with like knowing, like obviously if you are with someone, you have to get to know them on some level and that's what like dating is all about. But then to the even in getting to know them and how they are, because everyone's personality is different, as Manuel has even clearly yeah, stated. But yeah. if it reaches a point where you can't even talk to the person about their emotions, in the sense that, like, if they are sad, like, you don't know what to do because it's like they won't really communicate those feelings to you. Then that's where, like, I would have an issue because it's like, you also want, like, okay, this is your personality and I have accepted it. But then if you are sad, I also don't know what to do about it because you don't want to express it. Like, another kind of person who would express it. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? I totally get you. I think I think I, I can bring a scenario that everybody can try and chip in and then see what okay. they can do. Sure. We all know about, we all know about love languages, right? Uh-huh. Okay, good. If your partner's love language is um, gifts, right, and maybe you are not a, a, that big of a giver, you have to understand that to be able to make that person appreciate, like to make a person feel like they are loved, you have to learn how to give gifts. Yes or no? Yeah. yeah. Yes, because that's the person's way of like uh, feeling loved. Now, if my way of feeling love is physical touch, if you come and do words of affirmation, it wouldn't work on me because me the only way I feel love is when I get touched, I guess. Right. So you all agreed on that, right? Yeah. Good. Yeah. So for it's good. So for I say if you question, let's say you're married or you have a boyfriend or whatever, whatever. And your boyfriend has told you that when I'm going through something, what I need is space. You have to understand. I think a woman has to understand that you trying to push the person to talk about it. It's not helping the person. That is not the way I want to be helped. You okay. see? And unless unless you have genuinely seen that the way the person is handling it, it's not effective. It's getting worse. Then in that case, no. you can... Yeah, you know, Manon, can't... that is the issue, right? Do mm-hmm. we realize that a lot of... Nine times out of ten, the way you are, or not you, like men in general, are handling yeah. things... It's not helping. And we, especially maybe as ladies, right? You wouldn't, you don't even know. The person doesn't know how to even help themselves, my you even to even ask for help that you can even help the person. I don't know if you get it. That's there. So yeah, I'm saying that if you see that it's not working, then they have yes. to think, okay, all right. That that one I think I agree. And if you're a guy too, and you can't be if you don't know yourself enough to know that what you are doing is not working, that means that you actually need therapy then. Wow. No, but then if you don't know yourself to know that you're you trying to fake the thing is not happening, then yeah. you definitely need somebody to help who is able to open your mind yeah. up and tell you that but exactly no, because that comes with a very high level of self-awareness. I don't Good. Know. Thank you. So that is where I think all this leads to self-awareness. So when you self-awareness. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I feel like what Manuel is saying makes sense, to be fair. 
the whole point is, you know, we are not always going to tell you what the problem is. It may tell you like in phases or like in some points, maybe gets when it gets like very like tensious. But most of it, we feel like we can handle it. So we'd rather talk about you, your day, how things are going and how we can help with you. You understand? So yeah. You're too, too much, man. <laughs> that leads to the oh, question oh. of how how have your relationships influenced your mental well-being? Since now we've established that there are definitely dif- different personalities here. How have your mm. relationships influenced your mental well-being? Well, are we going to that, um like specify the relationships? Or are we just going to oh, any? Oh, like you. I just want to know before I conclude. No, because if if you are not expressing yourself, then you say your relationships have not. So it's like okay, okay, okay. I understand the question. Well, I mean, my relationships have been good. I, I even though I'm not the one who necessarily um talks about myself or expresses my quote-unquote mental well-being, they are good because um, I feel like if 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 um, my friend, be it relationship or romantic relationship, whatever it is, takes the time to actually find out and presses me to, to actually open up, that is a good sign. And most of my friends do that. Like, they want to find out more. Because me, I won't open up. I won't like to. You. I don't. I don't. It's not. That I don't see the point, but in the fact that I don't. I don't easily open up. Do maybe due to um, society and what society has told us about you know opening up generally, or different things. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't normally say it out first. You have to. Tell me, okay, what's going on in this and that. And that one is, I want to give you all the information. I'll give you some. I don't like to. <laughs> but I, I think that it, that influenced my relationship. But my relationship are good in the sense that, you know, I don't necessarily have to always speak out myself. So I don't want to feel like a narcissist. Like, why am I always talking about myself? Like, you are. Like, I want <laughs> to talk about it. I want you to feel good. I want to give you advice. I want to be like your person. So, like, Aww. regardless, I would. It will, it will take a lot for me to open up, but at some point in time, you also start asking questions. And that will actually, I think that that will actually show that, you know, you are my person, my friend, or whatever it is, if you actually take the time to actually pressure me to. So it's kind of like a, a passing test, you know, so that helps the relationship grow. Yeah. Yes, sorry. Okay, let's switch, let's switch the question to societal norms, as you said already. How do you think societies? traditional view of masculinity affects men's mental health. Okay, will you take this one? Okay, let me take it. I think culturally, um, the cultural essence of masculinity has its um, downsides to how men approach their mental health issues. Because I think it would be very hard for a man to admit that maybe they are depressed or they are going through something, right? Um, I think religion, right, also plays some role to it. 
I would say that um, I learned in my experience, right? I realized that growing up, okay, it was from reflection, right? I realized that I didn't realize that I had issues with anxiety until like I was like 20, 21, right? And it was even out of watching a TV show that I realized that I might have issues with anxiety. And so I started reading up a bit more and I realized that anxiety could be hereditary. And so I started thinking, so hereditary, yeah, my parents, who is who is um, anxious? And I would say that I would say that my dad also like the way we feel anxious about things, I would feel anxious about something is the same way my dad feels anxious. I have sweaty palms. I can't sleep. <laughs> Those things. It's the same thing. So, like, for me, I realized that, okay, fine, because I'm a Christian and everything, I I was becoming a little more intense with my parents, constant, going towards anxiety and reciting Philippians for sticks to myself. I realized that that helped me a lot, right? That was my own small way of dealing with my anxiety. But speaking to my dad about it, what he told me was that he prays about it, just like the way I was dealing with it, right? Like I felt that we needed to talk it out. But he didn't see, he, he was like, he when he prays about it, he's okay and everything, right? But I felt, I, I felt the need, like, that there should be some avenues where you would be able to speak up. So I don't know whether his own is more of a cultural thing because he's a man as well. And a man is supposed to be seen as some, like, you should like you should have your stuff figured out and everything. And also being a firstborn child doesn't also make things any easier because my dad doesn't see me as a girl. He sees me as a child. Like, he does, he does like... So, and expectations from a male child, he has those same expectations of me, right? So, yeah. yeah, I like I don't know how to explain it, but I would think that, in as much as society would want the man to lead, would want the man to be like, I, I would say, will I say, like, be the head, those things, the expectations of the highest expectations of a man in a traditional society, culturally, all those things. He should be the one to lead the home. He should take care of affairs. He should be on top of his game, making money, those, all those, 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 those things, right? It gives some form of pressure to, especially guys our age, like starting work, starting life and everything. And at times it goes, like it affects many of them because maybe you would expect that at this age in your life, you should be here and you're at that age and you're not there. You're not even close to it, right? There's no avenue to talk those things out. There's no, it's either... Some adult somewhere is judging you that way on your scar or on your tree, like that kind of thing. There's no avenue to like sometimes even asking for help can be very difficult. Like, because mm. like, and even if you ask, who is ready to help you? Right. So mm. I think the way our society structures gender rules and um uh 
like the expectations of a man affects the way they think about things. So even if they are having an issue prior, I think they will not be ready to talk about it. And that's something we have I've realized from our conversation. They are not ready to talk about it. Or even if boys, boys, they are talking about it. Even sometimes, I think even with boys, boys, some guys are not even able to talk about their issue because you wouldn't want to, to look like the person who is slacking in life, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So there's no, there's no one you can run to. And if you are not lucky to, and you don't have some like someone like like maybe like God or someone you would like a supreme being that you would maybe follow or religion to follow then it becomes dicey right I don't want to talk going to too much of religion but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like but then that's the, okay from my observations that's what I've realized that if it's either you have no one to talk to even if you're having someone talk to the person, I cannot help you. So, like, you're even more frustrated. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I don't know what you guys have to say. But then, I think it doesn't really help. In as much as I feel like that structure in society has worked for some time, it's not still... It's working. It makes maybe people, guys, more responsible. Although yeah. there are a few outliers. But then... It's also is not helping in the sense that you guys do not there are no support systems in place to help you be the people that they want you to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was actually thinking about everything you were saying, and I was about mm-hmm. to disagree with you because in the sense that you know in Ghana ourselves, our suicide rates is not like let's say in America, where like you see the the men you know committing suicide. I'll, I'll say that you know most of mm-hmm. our the men in our family or like like most of them are like well you know hear suicide cases of fathers but i was also thinking that if it's not mental health or something if if it's not the case of suicide there are other ways that they actually kind of die because of maybe yeah. heart problems kidney problems all these yeah. things maybe they, they look to drinking or yeah. you know, they start eating their feelings so you know they get gout and all these other breaking women's hearts Hey. <laughs> part of that stroke because you know they are stressed high blood pressure yeah all the things yeah. that, hard, that we don't consider so i was i would say that you know with the way as things are structured right now i don't see men my father coming to talk to someone he doesn't know it's even now that my father is even start to open up to me like i can see because maybe he's getting older and maybe he wants to now start you know opening up and everything but i would say that as a man i think tying into like one of the last questions here about maybe like advice on how to do this stuff you should have an avenue be it um god be it um, exercise or the gym be it journaling or writing you know sometimes journaling or writing helps all these things like there's research on all these things that we can do and if you feel like, okay, it goes beyond that, then that's where then you may need help from other people, another party, you know? Yeah, I think that's that's the fact, yeah. The way we've all yeah. shared, and what, Kumana, you can't say something. Sorry. Uh, oh, I actually forgot the question. I wanted to repeat it again. 
Okay, I'll, the question was, how do you think society's traditional view of masculinity affects men's mental health? Uh, uh, okay, let me just say this in one minute. Yeah, it has really shaped us. It has really shaped how men think, right? Now, there's a stereotype. Usually, if you, of, of course, every stereotype is is rooted in some form of reality. A stereotype doesn't become yeah. a stereotype until there has been some truth to it, right? So yes, they have. It's, it's it is true that when guys often they they come with da 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 da, but. Yeah, it's 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 society been born that it society takes a very long time to change. Like it takes years, right? Mm-hmm. And look, right now, Seth, it might start in just some few countries, and then it will take years before it comes to Africa here, right? But maybe mm-hmm. who knows? There will be a time where you know a father will be crying when they are going to issues in front of their children. Who knows? Me, I can't see that happening in our continent here. <laughs> Do but, we want that? That's the question, Nathan. Do we want that? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, wait. Do you say, do we want that? Touching I want my father to cry. No, do I want my father to be crying in front of the team? I actually don't. I don't. I don't want to see him. I didn't like it for the first time I saw it. I don't, I don't want to see it again. I didn't like it. But <laughs> I understood the context. I understood the context. Like, it was a very sad situation. And when I saw him crying, I also started tearing up. You know, oh. uh, that's one of the few times I also teared up. Cause like I started feeling more of the emotion, right? So, it, it, and it was a, it's and it's for me, it's always just this. That was the only thing that can bring a tear out of my eye. Like that's that's it. So, um, mm. yeah, I, it, it has really shaped it. I don't know whether it will change. Um, mm. And as you said, I don't know whether I want it to change. But <laughs> let's see how it goes. Society. <laughs> Society has its own way of doing stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as I was saying earlier, I think we've all shared personal examples. The next section was supposed to be on personal experiences. So if you have any other additions, then you can add to this question. So have you personally faced challenges regarding mental health? And I, I want to hear from you. Me. I want to hear from you. Yes, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not speaking. I know you are the podcast host, but you know, I want to hear I'm from you. I'm listening to you guys. Your insights are. Oh, Charlie, why should I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um. Mm, yeah, I have. Several okay. times from <laughs> from JHS to uni. Um, what does what does the question mean? <laughs> <laughs> Personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Mm, I have several times. I think uni hit hard, but um, what what example can I even give? The boy, the that boy, that particular guy. Maybe hmm. okay. <laughs> let's talk about it. Do you know the funny thing? <laughs> that particular guy that even hurts me the most apologized today. Hey, hey, hey Mado. What a coincidence. Mado, Mado. This is a wild coincidence. Hmm. No, it's let's let's keep me. You see another, how hard it is to talk about personal experiences. 
No, because I'm trying to find a respectful way of phrasing things. And right now, my brain is... is yeah, no, get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. She's at the moment to save me here. Ah. What? I, I think I've, I've said enough. Me, I've said a lot of mine, so... Uh, personal experiences about what's the question here? Mental health, anything like that, the mental health. You know what? Is the mass mental health episode? Anyway, that's, uh, okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair Be enough. Be directed to fair you. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, I have to put it in the context of men. So, Tachingo, yes. So, your context, my personal experience is it's have I personally faced? I'm facing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, like for real, though, like, um. Uh, I, you know, I face every day anxiety, looking at what's next. Am I going to get this opportunity? What am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like right now, you know, right now when you're out of school, is on you. It's your next decision mm-hmm. that you're looking yeah. at. You know, so everything is calculated. Everything is a strategy. Even if I'm going outside, you know, how about this and that? I mean, I was even having a conversation with a friend yesterday. And you know, racism and stigmatization and discrimination is all there. I'm already to even go outside if I stay in this country. Um, you know, the even though there's no racism and I'm I'm at home, debt and all these things are there. The com- economy is bad, inflation, like there's so many <laughs> problems. And like you are just stuck there. So I, we are all going through it. I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one who, who has these feelings. You know, mental health is is always there. But as I said, I, I have my avenues um, of helping me. The gym, the boys, my female friends, you know, all these things. God as well. God comes first as well. Like, so like all these things help me, you know. And it's not an easy ride because... I'm going through it every day, but you know, sometimes there's even though you go down, sometimes then you go up. So it's 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 a, it's a battle, but you know, I always tell myself that trust the process. You know, yeah. That's what you yeah. say. I haven't spoken the parts. The second part of the question was talking about coping strategies, and I can touch on that. Um, so for me, I love hugs. Hugs just me. I don't know what what chemical so you know how they have all these things names of things but i think that hugs for me is a coping strategy crying i won't even shy away me i cry like i cry (laughs) (laughs) and i feel better praying sleeping eating ice cream something about ice cream i don't know what it is but yeah those those five things are my coping Strategies, yeah. Yeah, I am okay. Okay, okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, okay. For me, I'm like very similar to I say, I, I, it's not in pain. I cry, um, yeah, I think for my mental health issues, like I earlier said, it's mainly anxiety being very anxious like I always tend to want to be in control of a lot of things so when I'm not having the hang of things it's it it wakes me up a lot right so those are my issues yeah but it's I'm significantly better now I'm able to let things go the way they are supposed to be without trying to think about it a lot and everything 
yeah i'm much better than i started but it's still a learning curve for me yeah yeah okay um how do i cope with it um okay so i i think i mentioned i'll just go through them briefly i mentioned some of them at the beginning but working working at it for me again i might be an outlier but that's how it works for me working on the thing that is bothering me helps me um uh, the most important thing will come last but also food if you know me you know i like food right so yeah. <laughs> i don't know why food so the ice cream everything you guys you guys are saying it, help, it also helps when i'm getting stressed i just eat which is actually a bad habit i'm trying to control that so even though i'll, yeah, I'll yeah. eat in, in a very small quantity but i'll make sure that i eat mm. something nice you know and also generally i think as when when Kelly said something about the hereditary anxiety thing i think it's on the opposite end for me too i have grown to see that my dad has a very relaxed attitude towards everything like mm. it will be charlie if if you mm. describe somebody it will be that's my dad like yeah. he was like why don't bother just relax you'll be fine it will work and i because i was raised by him like it's it has been ingrained in me so much so that my mom sometimes be like, oh, cry. So this serious thing. And then you're just relaxed about it. And I'm like, Charlie, and like, I become too much like your dad, but that's how I've been raised. So like, I've just, and that, that will lead me to my final point. The verse that says that be anxious for nothing and everything, make a supplication to God. It has become part and parcel of me. I got, I, I, they told me that scripture when I was very, very young. And then I don't know, because I just, I just, personalize it like it became it's become if i it is now part of me to a fault mm. so so much so that things i'm supposed to take seriously i just be like nah bro just relax it's to work out something that i like like it, whatever life threatening academically threatening i'll be like charlie go to work it out i mean I, I always tell people that i'm not writing my story like i say things like i'm not writing my story what is the one has who has the pain and he's writing my story why do i have to bother you know that kind of thing and like so for me yes i think that's part of the reason why i become like so i'm very relaxed about it and then i do whatever i can so i work at it food and then just just chill i mean that's me it's not everybody i guess i'm an outlier from what i've been hearing these days on outlier, I mean, i'm not an outlier, outlier. okay yeah, yeah that's it so so good then that's it then because i guess i just believe that everything will work out i believe it so much to a fault but then even if things are not working out, I work at it and I eat and I'll go and, I'll go and listen to music. Oh, I forgot. Listen to music, play drums, like do things that I like and I'll be okay. Like that, 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 that's my, that, that is my talking about it, guys. That is my talking about it. Very love. Okay. Um, Ashley, do you want to add your coping strategies? Um, so yeah, last things. As Manuel said, Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10, um, first Peter Ah, good day. <laughs> you, can, you can look at those. I won't say too much about it. I want you guys to, 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 to look at it and just think about it. Explore as well. I've started exploring and it's, it's quite great. Hey, what do you mean by exploring? Explore Ghana, like, just go out. Ah, like, okay, okay. So I, just, I just need to make sure. I wanted to make <laughs> like <laughs> so like something right in the same space for so long that it can it can it can drain us just go out you know 
go on a walk, go somewhere. You know, it can really help you, even with your situation, your problem, it can help you sink it out, you know, and everything. Mm. Yeah, go on a walk. That's something I have to learn, actually. I'm, I don't do that. I stay indoors every time. Exactly. And I shoot my videos and things. I think it would also, you know, make yeah. it even more easier. For sure, for sure. Hey, any, yeah. um, those of you listening to this podcast, come and talk to me. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Dr. Chash. For a few of you. Come on. <laughs> I know as we wrap up what's one message you'd like to leave our listeners with specifically men mm. okay Caitlin go <laughs> I was going to say you should go but okay so I think for men um, yeah find your support system that works a healthy one of that and um, if you pray or you whatever you do, please also do that in addition to take care of yourself. Please don't feel like um, you are not heard. Your voice matters, how you feel matters. And you also deserve all the love and attention that women get in their distressed situations. And so I would encourage men out there to try to find a support system that will work for them. If it's your boy's voice, please be a good boy's voice, your boy's voice, so that you can be. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's, for me, that's all. A good support system, something you can always rely on. And also being a reliable person as well. And that's too. So, yeah. Thank you. Katya, you want to add? Okay. Hey boys, it's not easy. <laughs> like, yeah, like as as much as you know, we may not know each other. We're all a community because we're all going through the same things. The the struggle to make it, the struggle to you know be that guy, for whatever it is, whether it's a family or our future wise, whatever it is, and it's not it's not easy. It's not easy, right? So like just 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 talk about it. Find find other avenues. Don't keep it in, because keeping it in is the worst thing you can do. Um, let's learn from um, our fathers. You know, they they kept it in, but we have other avenues to to you know let those things out and do it healthy in a healthy manner. So let's do all those things um, as we are discussing this conversation. You know, you know, just check up on one another. You know, we are not alone. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I would just, in a brief statement, <laughs> I'll just say that we should all try and the the stigma around the word mental health, and this is something I'm also saying to myself because I still feel uncomfortable talking about my well-being and calling it mental health. So I'm talking to myself as well. Sigma around mental health should kind of be thrown away for good. And because, I mean, being stressed is also mental health, right? But I'm okay with saying I'm stressed, but I'm not okay with saying my mental health is stressed or something like that. So I guess making the term mental health be like food health, if you get what I mean. Like when, when, when somebody says I'm full, I need to eat. It's not a bad thing, right? 
So I think the stigma around mental health and somebody saying that, oh, Charlie, my mental health is this, you should not make it look like it's madness, uncomfortable. It's, it should make it part of part and parcel of the general well-being of the person, physical and mental. It's their brothers, right? And so, as I said, I'll keep it brief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, we should all try and work on the, the, the stigma and try and make it, not make it a stigma, make it part and parcel of our well-being. When we say physical, it's okay. When we say mental, it should be okay, right? And something I'm trying to learn myself. So, yes. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for your insights and for being a part of this conversation. It was great diving deep into this men should not cry topic with you guys. And as always, a big thank you to our listeners. Your support means a lot. And look out for the next episode. Bye. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.